Welcome to Books the Podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Yeah. I even went to the library this week. Did you? Mm-hmm. What'd you get there? Any books? Pornography. They, I mean, some of the, the smut they have on the shelves might as well be pornography. That's what I'm talking about, Tim. The, these banned books. Uh, Tropic of Cancer. Uh, I went to the library this week. And it kind of blew my mind because they had like, a, this is a Saturday, they had um, uh, like, it was like video game Saturday or whatever. What? No, that's why you went to the library. <laughs> no, I didn't even know that was what was going on. And in one of the rooms, they had set up like a, a lady was playing Xbox on like a giant projector. What? At the library? At the uh, library. Society's going to shit. This other kid was strapped into virtual reality. <laughs> strapped in. And he was killing robots. Wow. And then they had like a stand that looked like a stand you would see at Best Buy or something with a, with a Nintendo Switch. Wow. And it was like, just come to the library and play. And like- I, I guess that's nice Yeah, the I, kids. I didn't go in, but just looking at, because like the Switch- Because you were with your girlfriend, you are like, please, can I, can I, can I? It's like, now. <laughs> you have these at home. to read. <laughs> Um, no, I, I, uh, was looking at the switch home screen with my face pressed up against the glass door, <laughs> desperately wanting to go inside. And like, it looked like they had a ton of games and I'm just thinking like, man, a library spending their money buying all these games. Crazy. Yeah. This is our tax dollars at work, Tom. That's what I started screaming in the, uh, in the hey! You yelled at a librarian. <laughs> well, and also I was looking at, uh, I haven't been in the, the, the main branch of the Bur- Brooklyn library in a bit. Uh, and they, uh, since I had last been there, no, nah, I guess I am last time, but I didn't take a close look. Uh, these uh, self-checkout machines where you can self-check out your oh, books, yeah. just like the supermarket. You don't have them at your local branch? No, we do. I'm saying I hadn't noticed them before because uh. uh, I hadn't been there in a bit. And uh, I'm just thinking, like, oh, well, they have self-checkout. Why even bother checking the book out? Just walk out with it. They're alarms. What? Yeah. How does that thing turn the alarm off? I don't know. Magnets? I don't, they're not alarmed. You're a liar. They absolutely a are. A paperback book has an alarm in it? Not, not in it. Like, there's a, the, like, there's a there's system, like a alarm. shoplifting thing. Then how does the self-checkout turn off that alarm? I don't fucking know. As somebody that's... Magnets. No, because I've stolen things from places with self-checkout uh, stores, and they don't have alarms. What have you stolen? Uh, you know I stole a hat from Walmart recently. <laughs> that's all... Oh, come out of the closet, boys. <laughs> the cops are here. We were at a Walmart. You weren't at the Walmart, but you were at the house where we were yeah, staying. To at. be clear, I am not an accomplice. Yeah. Look, I went to a Walmart because I needed to. What the hell did I even go there for? I'll flip. I'll flip on you. I'll <laughs> testify against you. I forget. There was something else I needed at Walmart. And I went to Walmart, and then they had these nice furry hats, and they weren't actually nice. Tom, you, know. you didn't need anything at Walmart on the. The, the regular show. The regular show, which doesn't, uh, you won't hear for another couple of days. Yeah. We assume that people, A, listen to this at all, <laughs> uh, or B, listen to this right when it comes out. <laughs> right. Uh, but anyway, you talked about how whenever <laughs> we go out of town. Yeah, go to Walmart. Yeah. Uh, we, whenever we go out of town with a large group. <laughs> right, not just two of us. 
Uh, but I got, uh, yeah. I, Whenever just the two of us go out of town and do a live show, mm-hmm. you usually wind up at an Apple store for some reason. Well, we You're always, always just like, I want to ad- see what it's no, like. No, we always forget adapters. Years ago, yeah, I wanted to see some of these stores in different countries. Yeah. Oh, they got a MacBook Pro here. <laughs> like, Tim, I had a hand in making some of those stores. So I wanted to see what my... Mind like brought to life. Woodwork on the those tables. No, I uh, d- uh, more than a decade ago uh, went to Cork, Ireland to work on uh, some of the in-store systems. Sounds like a made-up place. <laughs> Still sticking to that story, huh? Uh, Cork. Yeah, for the Regent Street store in London. You're like, I was in. Uh, uh, you look around, see a wine bottle. Like, uh, Cork, <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> And I'll tell you, I like, uh, you know, years later when I finally got to go to that store, like I, I told somebody there like, oh, you know, I, I, uh, I used to work for the company and like I actually worked on the store. They were like, are you buying something? <laughs> oh, really? They didn't, they didn't care yeah, about yeah. your. But then wow, when I went shocking. to an Apple store in Japan while I was still working for Apple oh, no, and I told them an <laughs> and I told them they were so excited. And they were so happy that I was there. So I'm just saying the Japanese are better than the English. Of of course. (laughs) Way friendlier. Yeah. I mean, probably after I, they were probably keeping that stiff upper lip we've heard about. And they're probably like, oh, you worked, yeah, you worked on this stove. You probably weren't posh enough for that. Yeah. But then probably after I left, they were like, oh, I was so amazed, but I couldn't say because of the queen. (laughs) (laughs) And <laughs> the way she insists we be. They, look, I'm not going to speak badly about the queen. Yeah. But we think the queen stinks, right? <laughs> I mean, as a concept, we definitely do. That's yeah. what our country's founded on. Yeah. She seems like a nice enough person. She seems like a nice enough person, but like yeah, based but on title, what? Based on her not, she hasn't started a war and she could. Yeah, I guess. If, I, I've never started a war. Nobody would call me nice. You're not allowed to. That's true. <laughs> you got the second part right, at least. <laughs> it's just, we're talking about these royals. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, this this lady. Uh, mm-hmm. What's her face? Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. Mm-hmm. Talk about a lady who got a, a raw deal. Yeah. Just people being all Her life, you know, it's just suddenly a bunch of people hurling shit and invectives at yeah. her, right? And then when she's like, hey, I don't think I want to, I'm going to check out of this. Everybody's like, what? How, How dare, dare you? you? <laughs> Stay here and let us d- d- mercilessly destroy you. But like, uh, they're talking about this uh, Harry guy. Yeah. As if like, there's any way that anybody can relate to him. Mm-hmm. It's just like, this guy that was born and like, never had to do Anything, right? Anything, just anything he ever wanted, he just had to ask for, and somebody did it for him or got it for him. Mm-hmm. Fuck him and his feelings. <laughs> no, Fuck any of them and their feelings. I mean, what I don't understand is the people that don't get. Oh, this guy who's uh, uh, his last memory of his mom is that uh, the paparazzi basically murdered her. Yeah. (laughs) The idea that he, once the paparazzi started going- The paparazzi or his grandma? (laughs) After the paparazzi started going (laughs) after his new wife and kid- That he was like, oh, yeah, you know what? Fuck all this. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm out. 
Like, I don't want anything yeah. to do with this. I guess, yeah. You're always defending princes. Who's that other prince that you've been defending lately? Uh, prince uh, Andrew? <laughs> prince Andrew. Uh, prince uh, Salman from uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom, mm-hmm. I read a book, uh, part of a book, yeah. about a quarter of a book last night, of a, a book called Holes. I was going to say Signs. Remember that movie? Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. Maybe. Uh, I know because I love Mel Gibson so much. That's the only reason I love it, right? That uh, has, what's his face in it? Joaquin? Yeah. He yeah, plays the younger Joaquin brother. Joaquin, Ed. I love Joaquin. I know. He's a good actor. And I feel like it was tough for you during this whole Joker thing. Yeah. Because you want to be supportive of him. <laughs> right, in his career. And you even said he he's always interesting to watch, mm-hmm. but uh, you just didn't think it did it, it was deferential enough to the rich character of the Joker, the clown prince of crime. Exactly. No, I just didn't like the movie yeah. at all. Uh, watch, you were never really here. I know. I've been meaning to. Such a good movie. Yeah, I'd like to. It's just him. I just don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how I will. That is just like a dark movie. That's so much darker than Joker. Well. If you can believe that. Yeah. Well, there's no clowns in it. There might be. Oh, really? No. Well, I prefer to go in unspoiled. So (laughs) Uh, please keep me on my toes with that. Uh, Tom, do you remember what happened up until this point in Holes? Uh, somewhat recently, uh, Johnny Hole, uh, who's Stanley? Stanley. He had found a trinket. Yeah, a little gold thing. Yeah, and he recognized. He realized what it was. Right? You remember? A uh, pen cap. Nope. He thought it was a pen cap, but then he was like, "How could a pen be this big?" Lipstick. Oh, lipstick. The yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, container. What do yeah, you with call a KB that? and a heart around it. Right, which is the lady's name, Kate Barlow, the outlaw. Yeah, who's in charge of the whole place? Nope. It's her grandmother. Nope. Uh uh-uh. uh. Who is it? It was an outlaw who almost killed his great grandfather, left him for dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, then and she like put buried, a curse on him. She nope. She buried the. Treasure from all the the dudes that she slept with. Maybe she slept with them, but like killed them and stole their money uh-huh. as they were making their way out west. Mm-hmm. And she went back to her hometown. Remember, she got run out of. She was a school teacher. Yeah, she got run out of her hometown because she uh, kissed a, a black man. Right, and they they killed, killed him. Right, and yeah. his uh, donkey. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and sunk his boat, mm-hmm. and then. Seems, uh, I mean, if you're killing somebody, you don't need to kill their donkey and sink their boat. Yeah, I know it was a real slap in the face, and that's what kind of made her an outlaw. Mm-hmm. And she oh, came right. back, and there was, was that like... redheaded kid that she grew up uh-huh. and married uh, her rival, who really was the one behind everything, mm-hmm. or not her rival, the the man who uh, was trying to court her, who she turned down. Anyway, the two of them were trying to look for her treasure, and then she got bit by um, the spider. Nope, the, scorpion. Nope, Snake. lizard. Remember right, we keep talking the, about the, this? Yeah, yeah, the lizard. Yeah. Okay. So that's it's where we not are. Real. Right. Yeah, I know you're 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 talking like, oh wow. Guess what? There were never any kids out in the desert digging holes. There might have been. 
Yeah, sounds like a Joe Arpaio <laughs> thing. <laughs> right. Hey, let's get children yeah, to get fucking... Get them out there digging them yeah. holes. So anyway, Stanley, uh, you know, they, they, they do this whole thing, and now we're back in, in modern times. Right. Thank God. Yeah. That part of the book, I imagine, I mean, it's still like tw- 20 years ago. Sepia, sepia tone. Yeah, sepia? I mean, books are kind of sepia tone. A lot of them. Yeah, that's why I like an e-reader. Gray. <laughs> Gray uh, and black. Yeah. Some some of the new e-readers, they can do like a, a reddish color so it, you don't get that dang blue light that's killing us all. Now, Tom, tell me about this blue light. This whole thing's a scam, yeah, it's, right? it's horse shit, I yeah. think. I mean, blue light is... I don't know, maybe it's not horseshit because I do have like a blue light to help me with my seasonal affective disorder. You're sad. Yeah. So that, you know, I can't believe one's bullshit, but that not the other. Yeah. <laughs> the idea behind both is that you're, when your brain sees the blue of the sky, uh, it's like, hey, it's daytime. Don't Really? That's yeah. what it is? Yeah. Like, don't feel so uh, bad be because it's daytime. Mm-hmm. And then also don't go to sleep because it's daytime. Right. And you don't need much of it because that's the idea behind like the blue lights. You can just like put it in the corner of the room as long as it's like in the corner of your eye. That's fine. You don't have to sit there and stare at it or anything. Now, I've seen other seasonal affective disorder lights Mm -hmm. that are just bright white yeah, that like, like you're supposed to shine like directly into your right. face. Right. Yeah, that's like a different that's type a different of thing. thing. Okay. Yeah. Cuz they have that like in uh in Russia and stuff they use those. They've been using them for decades cuz they have like such short days in the winter. Yeah. I had one in my office for a while that I used. I think I put it too close <laughs> to my face. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> um the, so we're back in normal time. Stanley's been digging holes for a while, probably like uh, 45 days or so. Okay. And it never rains there. Ever since they killed- yeah, it's a desert. Uh, that guy, it yeah. never rained in the, the lake. Oh, right, up. yeah. Uh, and uh, there's a storm out in the distance. Okay. And they're all like, oh, this will be great. Yeah. Rain, come this way. Yeah, oh, it'll make, cool it'll make it easier to dig these holes. Make us all wet. <laughs> Um, the boys say this? Yeah, they do. You'd like this book, Tom. You want to know why? Why? Because it's mostly describing boys' holes. <laughs> Young boys' holes. That's slander, Tim. <laughs> that's why my dog's barking at you right now. Come oh, here. Yeah, Ginger. Here. Lay down here. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to uh, pull the cord. Come here. Come here. Uh, you guys saw how cute this is. This is a dog now. being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and in the distance, the, the the storm never comes, but uh, he sees like lightning, and mm-hmm. it illuminates these mountains in the distance. And he sees this uh, this uh, rock at the top of a mountain, a mountain that looks like a fist, but with giving a thumbs up. Uh, for the viewer, for the listener at home, Tim is uh, holding his hand. Above his head. Like I'm lighting a lighter at a rock concert. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, And uh, his great-grandfather, who Kate Barlow left for dead in the desert, Mm -hmm. he always said, um, and it made it down to Stanley somehow. um, I have no idea what my great-grandfather... Oh, no, I do. I know one thing my great-grandfather said. (laughs) What? Is is it a slur? No. (laughs) Apparently one time... 
my great grandfather was uh, like watching TV, and my uncle was there, and my uncle was like a little kid, and uh, <laughs> my uncle's name is Bobby, uh, and my great grandfather said to him, "Michael, it's like it's Bobby, Grandpa, and whatever. You like wrestling?" And there was wrestling on TV. He goes, "Yeah, yeah, I like I like wrestling, Grandpa. Good, because I'm not changing it." Apparently, that's the only thing he ever said to him. <laughs> so that's what I know about my great grandfather. He sounds like a good man. No, he sounds like a real son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, his great grandfather, mm-hmm. after Kate Barlow left him for dead and stealing after stealing all his money, he had found refuge on God's thumb. He always said. Oh, so Stanley is like, well. I remember when I was away. when I was a kid, my grandparents on the other side, my mom's parents, they would always get these flyers at their home for uh, a, a lawn service that was called like Doctor Green Thumb. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And I would, I was fascinated by it, and I always ask them, like, so this guy's like literally got a green thumb because it was uh, the the graphic was a, a, a hand giving a thumbs up, and it was a green hand. Yeah. I was like, this, like, the Incredible gotta... Hulk comes to your house to do the lawn if you well, get the service? Well, that was stupid of you to think that. <laughs> yeah, he would just rip out all the bushes and stuff. <laughs> Marketing confused me as a kid, though. I could never tell what was fact from fiction. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah, I always thought things were way more, uh, like, magical yeah. than they appeared. You know what I wish was real? what (laughs) and I've thought about this way more than any adult should I wish the staples easy button was real they sell that button where you just press it and it says that was easy yeah no but I like on the commercials just stuff would happen you'd like wish for something oh Tim you're a real stupid man no, I know it's not real, but I wish it was. Yeah, but I mean, I wish genies were real and magic lamps. Yeah, it's a shame that neither of us has one of those easy buttons or a genie that we could wish for this to be true. <sighs> you ever spend like a lot of time thinking about like, all right, if I were like a genie situation, if I were given three wishes, like, all right, here's how I would have like a foolproof plan where the genie can pull any of that genie bullshit and and I don't you now see you make me sound like an <laughs> asshole for wishing a staples easy button was true, but you've thought long and hard about how you'd outwit a genie. Yeah, just to be you know ready if if these situations happen. See, I'm ready for the easy button. Yeah, there's no limit to the easy button. I mean, it's I think it's just. Like uh, how my anxiety manifests itself that I'm like, I think about situations that are never going to happen and make sure I'm prepared. I mean, I think all the time about like, what if this person says this thing to me? Oh my God. That like, there's no reason to think they're going to say this, but what if they do? I need to make sure that I have like a response ready. I have scripted (laughs) out like decision tree kind of things of like, Okay, and then I'll say this, and if they say this, right. then I'm going to say this, but this. if they say this, yeah. 
And it's people that I never actually really interact no, with. No, it's people that I see maybe like yeah. six to six months at it. Not six months out of the year. Every six months. <laughs> yeah, we've we got real healthy brains. <laughs> six months out of the year. A lot of the people that I'm thinking about are snowbirds. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of retirees. When they come back up from uh, from Florida, I'm going to have a conversation with them. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Um, so Stanley's digging holes. Mm-hmm. Boys are do. all digging holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But do you remember the deal he had with Zero? Do you remember who Zero is? Yeah, it was like the the head honcho kid kind of. Nope, that no. was a different kid. No, I don't remember Zero. Zero was like the last. Billy Corgan. Like the... Wish I wish Billy Corgan was in this book, lighting things up a little bit. No, he darkened things up. Yeah, I'm uh, like, uh, are you thinking of the same Billy Corgan? I'm X-ray is the guy that's kind of in yeah. charge. See, what were our names? Ramrod and Buffalo. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Ramrod and T-Bone. Yeah. But Big. then who's T-Bone? <laughs> uh, so uh, Zero is like the little kid, right? Um, who really, he has like, he was foster kid, has no real family, nobody really cares about him, he doesn't know how to read, and Stanley's mm-hmm. like, uh, I'll like teach you how to him, read, yeah. and Zero's like, I like digging holes, so um, I'll dig part of your hole so you can uh, save your energy, to and teach then me how teach to me how to read. And he wasn't like, you'll need that energy to learn how to read. <laughs> well, that comes in later, like okay. Stanley actually has, has like... Uh, he checks his privilege at some point oh, when forced to. That's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, so Zero's digging part of his hole one day, and all the other kids are like, must be nice to have a slave. Like, cause, uh, Stanley's white and Zero's black. Oh, okay. And Stanley's like, oh, it's not like that. And they're just like, it's kind of fucked up. That's what and it they're looks just like. like, yeah. And they're just like, all like being shitty. And then finally, Zigzag uh, comes up to him and it's just like, hey, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like what the fuck like and he's just like because like Stanley's like just leave me alone Zero's yeah. gonna and he pushes him and Stanley's like I'm not looking for trouble and then that guy Mr. Pendansky comes over yeah and he's like a he's like a nice guy right he's like mm-hmm. the nicest adult there but like but uh, even he has Stanley limits. was like Mr. Pendansky zigzag won't leave me alone and Mr. Pendansky's like all right so fucking fight back man <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, uh, you're all technically imprisoned. Yeah, and so Stanley like kind of is like, "Hey, man!" and like punches him a little bit, and then zigzag <laughs> and punches him a little, like bit. like open open hand like hits oh, him on okay. the shoulder. I think they said, and then Stanley just starts. I mean, uh, zigzag starts beating the shit out of Stanley, <laughs> like knocks him to the ground, starts pummeling him, and uh, uh, good. I mean, if you're gonna fight, fight. Don't yeah. do this. Uh, slap somebody in the shoulder, shit. Yeah, but like Stanley was like, I don't want to fight. <laughs> That's um, another thing that I frequently think about. Uh, I never look for a fight, but then sometimes, like, if it seems like I'm in a situation where something like that might happen, I will fantasize <laughs> about like uh, uh, how much I could hurt somebody. Yeah, <laughs> I think about that too. I think about that, and I. I well, and I've, I, through experience of like other people doing this to me in situations like when, when I was a kid or whatever, I've come around to the idea of like, if I get into a fight, if somebody starts a fight with me, like my only 
real recourse besides like avoiding it at all costs is like to immediately escalate it <laughs> 10 levels up where like if somebody uh like pushes me or something i'm gonna like try and you know like break their arm yeah <laughs> in retaliation that happened to me you know uh like a 13 year old like group of friends that were always like wrestling and yeah. like Play fight, and I never did that shit. I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna like play fight or wrestle or whatever. Mm. And then our friend Jimmy Caniglio, <laughs> uh, like pushed me one time, and I was like, I don't, I don't do this stuff. Like, <laughs> go push Jeff or whatever. Yeah. And he like, he's like, oh, come on, man, fight back, and like pushed me again, and I punched him in the head <laughs> as hard as I could, like right in the temple. Yeah. And he's like, oh God, what the fuck? Like, you can kill me, and I was like. I don't. I don't do this. Yeah. Don't, hey, you like, want to fight? Yeah. This is how I fight. Yeah. I will try to dis. I'll try to end this as soon as I can. Yeah. Um, I frequently in I don't those. Care if I almost kill you. In those situations, think about like, uh, you know, it's very rare. But like, oh, if that guy gets in my face, I'm gonna talk back to him for half a sentence and then try and headbutt him in the nose so hard it breaks his nose. <laughs> Because that's like my own, like, I'm if I'm going to get into a fight, I'm going to have to end it as quickly as possible. <laughs> and I'll do that by escalating it yeah. tremendously I'll to the to point where... I'll try to rip his eyelids off or something. Yeah, I think... Uh, Gouging is always a good... Yeah, uh, some comedian has, uh, has a bit about that, uh, about, uh, like, uh, if you're going to get into a fight, just pretend to be, like, a crazy person. It's yeah. <laughs> good um, advice. Yeah. Well, unless everybody does it. <laughs> right, then it's bad. <laughs> and like the slightest provocation, everybody immediately <laughs> turns into a second. So turns it up to just, 100. Yeah, it just escalates immediately. Eye gouging and... Um, so anyway, uh, zigzags beating the shit. But let that be a warning shit. to any punks out there, any Patreon punks <laughs> <laughs> who think they might get the upper hand mm-hmm. on me. Uh, zigzags beating the shit out of Stanley. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, this guy armpit comes over and pulls zigzag off him and like chokes him to the point where zigzag's going to die. Oh, wow. And then Mr. Pendansky, uh, fires his pistol into the air and the warden comes out and then, you know, everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? He's like, mm. I don't know what happened. These boys just started <laughs> fighting for some reason. Uh, and all the, all the other, uh, boys are like, uh, Hey, Zero has been like the Stanley's been making Zero dig his holes, mm-hmm. and like Stanley's like, no, he wanted to. I'm trying, I'm trying to teach him how to read, and like that's that's the thing. Everybody like uh, that's the arrangement, and the warden's just like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. And Mister Ten uh, Pendansky's like, you can't teach this kid how to read. He's an idiot. Like you can't teach dumb people things. <sighs> and Mister Pendansky starts being like brutally mean to, yeah, to I was Zero. I say, this guy sounds like a real dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's like, he's so stupid. You know? And then uh, Zero's just like... A lot of stupid people know how to read. Yeah, and so they're like, you, Stanley, stop telling Zero how to... Uh, stop teaching him how to read. Zero, stop digging his holes. Uh, and then uh, Zero's just like, all right, I'm, I'm done digging holes. And they're like, yeah, right, okay. So he'll stop teaching how to read. And... Uh, and and uh, you'll stop digging his hole. He's like, nah, I'm not gonna ever dig a hole again. And Ooh. he runs away into the desert. Oh, first he uh, he 
he takes the shovel because Mr. Pendanski was saying all that shit right to his face. Yeah. He smashes Mr. Pendanski in the face with it. Good for him. Yeah, and then he runs away. And uh, they're like, uh, okay, uh, well, he's going to have to come back or he'll die. Remember the speech they got early on where it's just like, we're not going to chase after you. You're going to have to come back. There's nowhere to go. Um, and he doesn't come back for a really long time, and then they're just like, uh, Mr. Pendanski and, uh, I think Mr. Sir, or maybe the warden, they're all Mm. just like, all right, nobody's gonna check up on him, right? He was, he was nobody, he was like a foster kid, and they're like, all right, destroy his records. Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and they're like, yeah, nobody in, like, the attorney general's office is ever gonna ask about him again, like, nobody cares about him, he's nothing. (laughs) Man. Yeah. Uh, and they, they're asking Stanley, they're like, do you know, do you know where he is? He's like, no, he fucking ran off. Yeah, he's somewhere in the desert. (laughs) Yeah. So they replace, uh, Zero, (laughs) this guy, uh, Twitch, Uh who steals cars. He's like a kid who steals cars. He's really good at it. He's like a gone in 60 seconds kind of guy. Nice. Um, and, uh, Mr. Sir brings the water around at some point. Mm-hmm. And Stanley's feeling really guilty. He's like, I should go find Zero. Like, yeah. it's my fault. Though. Well, like, it's been days by now, right? It's been like two days, I okay. think. And, like, everybody's like, well, I guess he's dead. Like, <laughs> right. Um, and Stanley's like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to steal this water truck while Mr. Sir's here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drive it. I'm going to get away. I have to do it quick. And, uh, I'm going to go find Zero. I'm going to hydrate him, and then we'll like drive to safety somewhere. Drive? In the, oh, he's in the truck. Steal the car he's going to steal the truck. Yeah, the water truck. With Twitch? No, Twitch is just there. Okay. And Twitch does fit, factor in on the in this. Yeah, because Stanley very makes convenient. a break for the truck. Okay. He sees the keys are in there. Oh. He turns it on, and uh, Mr. Sir's like, hey, motherfucker, or whatever. And he starts <laughs> running over there. And Stanley's like, cool, I'm going to jam on the gas. And he's like 12 or something. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't know how a car works. And it just goes like... Vroom. Yeah, it's in park. Yeah. And Twitch yells, you got to put it in drive. Yeah. And so he quickly puts it in drive. And he's like, yeah. And he floors it. And he goes like, I think like 20 yards and drives it right into one of the holes that the kids, <laughs> kids were digging. Uh. And like he gets like the airbag deploys. <laughs> He's like, ah, fuck. And he just gets out <laughs> and just <laughs> runs. <laughs> and uh, nobody chases him because, again, like there's nowhere to yeah. go. So he's just like, all right. And he uh, realizes uh, he didn't fill his canteen before oh, then. Oh, what a dope. So he's just <laughs> completely out. It's like the hottest part of the day. So he's uh, just kind of. 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so he's just walking. <laughs> he's like, okay. It's not noon. A lot of people think it would be noon. Yeah. But it's not. It's a little later. Thanks, Tom. You know a lot about the desert. Well, I'm just saying, you know, the sun is highest at noon, but it takes a little while to get everything warmed yeah. up. That's what I'm saying. Now, I forget I the know man's a name. I amount about the desert. Uh, remember uh, Kate Barlow? Yeah. She kissed the, the black man? Yeah. I forget but, what his but name was. But like 100 was. years ago. Yeah. But he was an onion man. Remember right. he would like yeah, sell yeah. onions and stuff? Yeah. And he's- uh, A man after my own heart. He had that boat- and mm-hmm. he had the the donkey called yeah. Mary Lou. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so uh, 
Stanley is walking away and like uh, oh he sees a, in a hole um all those yellow spotted lizards Mm-mm. and he runs yeah oh, there's a weird siren outside <laughs> yeah. right that's like an old timey siren <laughs> um so anyway whatever they're arresting an old man he finds uh the sunflower seed bag mm-hmm um, and it had one sunflower seed in it. He's like, mmm, lunch. <laughs> <laughs> one sunflower seed? That's not going to hold you over. No, and he uh, doesn't have any water. Yeah. So he's walking around, and he's like, okay, I'm going to have to go back eventually. <laughs> yeah. But let's see if I can make it to God's thumb that I mm-hmm. saw. He's like, but here's what's ha- going to happen. I'm going to walk until I get tired. Mm-hmm. Always a good plan until I Until I can barely walk anymore. And then I'll turn around and go back. (laughs) And then then he's just like, wait, hold on. (laughs) Let me reassess. I'm going to have to walk till I get like halfway tired. Yeah. And then he's like, how do I figure that out? He's like, oh, fuck, okay. Well, I'll just keep going towards the where I think the thumb is. Because that's where my great-grandfather's saw refuge right for like he was alive in the desert for i think like two or three weeks oh okay so there must be something up there a water fountain or something exactly probably a water fountain (laughs) probably a hose yeah um let me tell you when i went to see harry potter the play they the water fountain is all the way in the dank basement they really didn't want you to go use the water fountain yeah i don't like using water fountains in public or anywhere. Slurping. I guess I don't have a water fountain in my home. <laughs> it's, it's the sink. <laughs> I, I like guess. a private water fountain. Thank you. I don't know. Water fountains give me out. I guess I'll fill a water bottle at a water fountain. But well, the, that's I'm, the same. No, I don't like putting my mouth too close to where other people have put their mouths. It's fine. The water's running. It keeps everything moving. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. All right. Uh, Stanley's walking around. Buy a $7 bottle of water, I'll tell you that much. Just bring in your own own water. They check everything. No, they don't. Actually, they don't. I uh, set off the metal detector, and they were like, go over there. And I went over there, and there was just nobody there. (laughs) So I was like, uh, I'm just going to go inside. And I just went inside. And that's how I assassinated (laughs) Harry Potter. (laughs) Um. Okay, so he's walking through the desert, and he's like, "What is that thing over there? It's a, it's an overturned boat." Hmm. Uh, ah, it's uh, that guy's boat. And uh, on the back, it's uh, painted Mary Lou, like the donkey. Yeah. Who's who does he find under the boat? The donkey. Zero. Oh. Oh yeah, it's some nice shade. Yeah, and Zero's been out there for like three or four days at this point without any water. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, and Zero's like in fucking awful shape. Um, and uh, Zero's like, come under the boat. It's cooler under here uh, in the shade. And uh, he, he's carrying around that shovel that mm-hmm. he like, <laughs> pummeled that man with. <laughs> um, and he's like, hey, do you want any sploosh? Oh, no. <laughs> Say no. And uh, he's like, what's that? And he's like, uh, it's this jar, and he cracks it open. There's just some like brown liquid in Oof. there, and they pass it back and forth. Oof. And Stanley's like, I don't know what this was, but it was like uh, nourishing, but also was like kind of rotted. Yeah. Um, well, and he doesn't ask him, hey, where'd you find that? Under the boat. 
Uh, under this boat that's been here for a hundred years. It very quickly becomes clear that remember uh, Kate Barlow before she became Kate Barlow, mm-hmm. she was like Catherine Barlow, the school teacher who everybody yeah. loved her canned peaches, mm-hmm. her jarred ah, peaches. So it was an old jar of peaches. Yeah, oh, you can't drink that. Well, here's the thing: uh-huh. there are some of the jars that the tops just come off. Uh huh, and then. There are a few jars where you couldn't get the tops off and you had to break them off and just had to worry about the the broken glass. Yeah. But Zero has a very, very bad stomach situation. <laughs> but Stanley's like, hey, maybe these ones that were like super sealed to the point where like you couldn't get them off were kept so preserved that there will be less bacteria in them. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily bacteria. I don't know. He talks about. a lot of bacteria. <laughs> okay. I don't know. What would it be? D- decay? Just like, yeah, decay? <laughs> there was a line, and I don't have the book here. It's in the other room. Mm-hmm. There was something like, uh, I, you ever think like, not to be all QAnon about it. <laughs> oh, no. It's a horrible start. <laughs> but that like everybody in like the entertainment industry is a pervert. <laughs> no, I don't think that everybody in the entertainment industry is a pervert. There's just a lot of... Where the hell is this coming from, Tim? You're talking about these old jars of peaches. Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, Weird sentences in here that might be like, and it's like in some world, it's like a a, a dog whistle to perverts. It's like maybe after this is all done, we'll go to Comet Pizza. Yeah, exa- <laughs> well, no, it's it's like uh, there's a lot of like lines that and are get like a couple of pepperoni pizzas or maybe delivered it's to just, the basement, uh, if you know what I mean. Or maybe they're just weird, wi- but like there's a lot of talk about like. Uh, you know, like Stanley's hole, you know, and like mm. stuff like that. But then there, I forget what the actual line is, and it's like the last line in a in this chapter where it's like Stanley swallowed down the last of Zero's sploosh oh, or something. Yeah, it's just like, right. oh, is that a dog whistle to pedophiles? Yeah. Like, ugh. I don't know, probably not. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying here, right? right? Yeah. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying Lewis Sackers. Uh, it raises an eyebrow. Yeah, it's just like, what's going on here, Louis? <laughs> Louis, 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 Louis. Hey, I mean, look, that's another uh, classic Hollywood pervert. <laughs> okay, so Stanley's like, we got to go back, and and Stan- and Zero's like, I'm not fucking going back there. Yeah. They're gonna fucking murder me. <laughs> yeah. And Stanley's thinking like, well, <laughs> they've already destroyed all the <laughs> exactly. evidence that I exist. Yeah. So uh, they're like, okay, we're going towards God's thumb. That's good. It's good. that big rock that looks like a thumbs up. Yeah, that's the only other option we and, got. And uh, that becomes their thing. Like, because Zero's too weak to talk. His throat is too dry. Makes so they sense. just communicate by giving each other thumbs up. Um, And uh, he keeps, like, uh, keeling over <laughs> with stomach pain. And, Normal. Uh, it's fine. Yeah. And then uh, they get to a point where they have to climb and... Uh, you know, Zero's doing all right, and uh, at one point uh, they had to grab a thing. They're like climb. They're scaling a wall, uh-huh. and uh, there's a thing. There's like the next ledge is too high, and they can't reach it. And Zero's like, "You lift me up," 
and then I'll grab the shovel, mm-hmm. and you pu- and you grab onto it, and I'll pull you up. Right. And Stanley's like, "You're too weak for yeah, that. You can't do that." And like, sure enough, it's like five pages of description, but it happens. Wow. But digs deep down. Here's what happens. Here's what Stanley realizes, and this is when you see how big Zero's heart is. Mm-hmm. You know, he put down the the uh, shovel, the shovel. Mm-hmm. You know, and he grabbed the handle on like the top of the shovel. Mm-hmm. Zero was holding on to the sharp metal oh, part no. to hold him up, and so his hands are all bloodied. Yeah. And like Stanley, this is when like Stanley really starts to. You know, this whole time in the desert, he's been checking his privilege. Uh But then he's just kind of like, I didn't even realize that, that, you know, he he gave me the easy part. Yeah, you could have easily switched that shovel around. Um, Zero pukes. (laughs) Uh, And then they're getting really close, but Zero just passed out. Yeah. And it's like, um, Zero's going to be dead. Uh, And... uh, Stanley's like, I gotta step up, and he throws Zero over his shoulder, mm-hmm. makes his way up the uh, up the uh, mountain. Mountain. He gets there and he throws Zero on the ground. <laughs> he throws him he, off the edge. Yeah, and he's like, ah, ah, I'm just gonna pass out. I'm probably gonna die here in this mud. Mm. And he's like, mud. mud? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. And he starts digging in the, the mud. Uh-huh. And like, there's a little bit of water. And so he puts that to Zero's lips. And that magically wakes him up or whatever. Mm. He's like, what's this? And digs out an onion what? out of the mud. Remember the onion, man? Yeah. That onion's too old to eat. I don't know. Maybe it, it grew. Like, it's not it's <sighs> not onions, an old onion. It might just be an onion tree, Tom. Onion, uh, the onions don't grow <laughs> on trees. <laughs> and they don't grow in the mud. I don't know. So anyway, they eat it. Nice. They both eat half of it. Uh huh. Um, and then like they pass out, and Stanley wakes up, and he's like, "Hey, I'm in a meadow." And uh, uh, they're just like, "Okay, we can find a water source. It's not like yeah. the cleanest water. Like there's mud in it, but like yeah, we're hydrating." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Zero's like, "Hey, uh, and." I mean, I, you didn't steal those shoes. I stole those those sneakers from that baseball player. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that they were uh, the baseball player's shoes. Uh-huh. And uh, apparently threw them off the overpass, and that's when they hit Stanley in the head, and he was like, oh, oh, what a weird coincidence. What a weird coincidence. <laughs> um, and that's it. <laughs> okay. And then Zero goes to sleep, and Stanley sings him a song. What song? The song that uh, his family always sang. Um, it went back to uh, the guy that, that took uh, the pig. Rock you all night long. Rock me all night long. What? You shook me. Shook, shook me, me all night yeah, long. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, no, it's the song that that lady told his great, taught his great-great-grandfather. Lady in Red? Yeah. I, I didn't tell you about that part. That's uh, Look, I can't tell you everything. <laughs> Right, I got to buy the book myself. <laughs> yeah, at the end of this, I'll be like, but don't take my word for it. <laughs> uh, how are you finding this book so far? I love it. Yeah? Look, if this were not a children's book, right? 
You'd be like, not this isn't. I'd be like, what am I reading? A, a dang fairy tale, like, <laughs> yeah. like all the coincidences, and it's like, right, a, yeah. But like, I don't know. It's it's beautiful. It's structured well, and I think uh, thinking about how uh, it does, to like all the kids there, all the, all the main characters are criminals. Yeah, and. Uh, it teaches you that, like, uh, it Don't teaches judge a, a kid, book by its cover. yeah, that, like, you know what, the yeah, and like to be in uh middle school or whatever, whenever you're gonna read this, mm-hmm. and be like, hey, guess what, foster kids, fucking adults, yeah. like, the fucking state doesn't give a shit about them, like, yeah. you know, like the system doesn't fucking care about them, uh, so like. Be grateful if you have anybody that gives a shit about you. Right. And if you know kids like this, uh, be nice to them. Yeah. They've got it hard enough as it is. And Kate Barlow in the beginning of the book is like that that awful outlaw that like screwed over his great grandfather. Mm-hmm. And then you hear her story and it's just like some fucking rich prick wanted to fuck her and she wouldn't let him. So yeah. like he turned the whole town against him, against her and this innocent black guy for falling in love. Yeah. And it's just like I think uh, this is all, and it's all presented in a way that's not like, hey, everybody, yeah, fucking not, systemic not, racism and fucking uh, rich people are just trying to keep you down. Yeah, it's not beating you over the head with it. Yeah, it is. It's very overt, <laughs> but like. But you need to be for kids. To yeah, but degree. like it's also an entertaining subtle. narrative. Like, I want to teach kids all this stuff, but I'd be like, guess what? The fucking president doesn't give a shit about you. I just want to uh, get a bunch of kids to dig holes for me, try and find some treasure. Yeah. Yeah. The warden is a, is a mean lady. Yeah. Anyway, that's holes. Uh, I think you'd like it. You want to know why, Tom? <laughs> Tell me why. Because <laughs> primarily a book about young boys' holes. All right. Next week we'll be back with the thrilling conclusion of holes. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to watch the movie. It's my job to watch the movie. I know, but uh, I have Disney+. Plus. Oh, that's where it's on? I assume, right? It's a Shia LaBeouf movie? This had to be a Disney. Oh, maybe. Well, hey, any way you can get it, watch it. Uh, And uh, I'll be watching it, too. That's Like I said, that's my job. That's my duty. My solemn duty. Maybe we can get the the Green Thumb. uh... (laughs) I think it was Dr. Green Thumb. Dr. Greenthumb on next week's uh I don't episode. know if it was a real man, Tim. That's <laughs> that's what the, the crux of my initial thing was, that I was wondering if a man with a literal green thumb would come to my grandparents' house. Yeah, well, we'll house. figure it out. They did have a nice lawn. Maybe yeah, that was all awful chemicals. I turned out you know, fine-ish. <laughs> all right, look. Here's here's the thing you guys are paying extra for that like <laughs> we we shouldn't say this stuff on the stuff that people are directly uh, well, paying for. Like, uh, maybe I don't want to hear this either. But this goddamn like all right, so they're they're rolling back all these environmental laws, right? Yeah, or or regulations. Uh huh. And there's this one specifically clean water thing that they're just fucking decimating. Yeah, who needs clean water? And you know why it is? You what they who got to them? Who Dupont? Nope. Fucking uh like the association of like golf course owners who are just like, Look, we need to dump these awful chemicals all over oh, our like keep it. It keeps looking. the greens nice. It keeps the yeah. fairways nice. Yeah, it gives eighty percent of the people here 
<laughs> All right. Thanks for being a patron, and we'll see you next week.